Welcome to Data Science Perspectives. This series focuses on analytics and data science professionals from across industry to learn about how their career unfolded, what skills they look for when hiring, and what trends they think are coming next. I'm your host, Bill Franks. Let's get to it. Welcome to this episode of Data Science Perspectives. I'm your host, Bill Franks. This season, I'm going to do something a little bit different. Instead of interviewing additional analytics and data science executives, what I've done is I'm going to uh, compile a best of list of one question that I ask many different people, and you'll get to hear a variety of people's answer to that single question. So the first question that I'm going to cover here is, what traits do you think made you successful? You can see on the screen here a number of the common themes that were hit on by the people that you're going to uh, hear from next. And I can tell you that the folks I didn't include in this compilation had some very similar sentiment. I've also offered here the exact start point of the various folks if you wanted to jump ahead, but I hope uh, certainly that you'll find this content uh, valuable. So with that, let's get into the show. Melanie Murphy, Chief Analytics Officer, Fluent. As you look back, what do you think over the entirety of your career, one or two traits you have that you can now see were really what helped you, you know, stand out and uh, get ahead? Um, honestly, I think it is what, what's really helped me be successful is kind of this particular blend of emotional intelligence and, and um, soft skills and, and technical skills that I have, right? And so, um, you know, even though I studied math and, and statistics, right, I always, you know, tell students, like, make sure you make sure you focus on your psychology classes, too, because so much of what we do is working with people. Right. And so I think there are definitely, you know, a lot of skills that, that I have there. Right. I've always been really passionate about making sure that, like, what we do gets used. Right. So anything that we develop is super actionable and leveraged and impactful. And and that takes a lot of and you don't think about it when you're in school and you're kind of studying these things, but it takes a lot of like leadership and collaboration and communication to kind of really drive some of those things through. Um, but then I've also been really passionate about building high performing teams. Right. And so this develop like this, like involves a lot of like uh, developing talent and like understanding team members strengths and figuring out how to kind of bring all that stuff together. So. Um, you know, I always tell people to not just focus on their technical skills, but also focus on the soft skills. Um, and I, and I had a, I had a kind of leader early in my career that kind of noted, she's like, you know, you really have like a really high emotional intelligence, like this is going to take you far. And so, you know, it's interesting, um, cause I didn't really think about, I didn't even know what it was then when she kind of mentioned that, right. but I was like, um, but it, de- I, I think it definitely takes you far. It's so funny you'd say that too, because I can tell you, if I ask this question, um, not just as to guests on my webcast, but in general, when there's conversations at an event and there's some analytics execs around, the the single most common factor, either mentioned as their own success or what they're looking for in people, comes down to a variation on what you just said. And so, I always hope that that younger folks that that uh, you know watch some of these webcasts will notice this pattern and take it seriously because I'm not sure that everybody believes it at a young age. I'm not sure I believed it at a young age. I when I got my first job, I thought it'd be all about how how well I could code and how good my models were. And it's not that those things didn't matter. Um, but you know this this reality that you laid out about you know if you want to move up into a, a senior management role, those things become secondary very 
very early in your career, really. Yeah. And I didn't do it on purpose. Right. Like, so like I, there was just like, I just had this, like my, you know, kind of leadership notice, like my pattern, right. Which my pattern at the time was, um, listen, like I wanted to solve the hard problems. They, they knew I could solve whatever, you know, so they give me a, a new problem to solve. I would solve it. I'd make literally whatever mistakes along the way. But then as soon as I was done, I would document it. I would train other people so that I can move on to the next thing. Right. And so I think it was just like this repetitive pattern of they saw like how I, you know, kind of really helped other people along, um, you know, really just, you know, is, is really kind of what started, you know, my um, kind of journey into leadership. Ken Viciana, Vice President, Global Data and Analytics Products, TSIS. So, no, uh, obviously you've worked at a number of big companies and, and you've grown into more and more senior roles over time, even since I've met you. I think you've moved up the rung a few notches. So what, what's a trait or two that you think has really been instrumental to your success over the years as you look back? Yeah, so, I mean, I think in this data and analytics space, a trait that I think is, is pretty core is, is just being curious and, um, you know, really asking questions and, and getting into the data and understanding it. Um, being inquisitive, I think, is, is really critical. But, you know, one thing I'd mention, especially as you navigate different, different companies and, you know, some of the landscapes are very complex and political, it, it's a, a huge part of it is building good relationships because a lot of times, you know, you're reliant upon different groups across the organization and you need to um, connect with them and, and, you know, influence things to, to kind of accomplish shared goals. So, um, you know, one thing I, I've kind of positioned myself in my career is kind of being able to sit between the business and IT and, and help connect the dots and get things done. I think that's a, that's a core area in a lot of places, you know, they, they often talk about things as the business and IT and, and you know, building that bridge and, and kind of helping these groups work together to accomplish shared goals, I think is a is a key aspect to, to why I've been successful. Um, but to do that, you really need to understand both sides. I mean, you don't need to get really deep on both, but you need to be able to, to speak both languages to a certain extent. Yeah, the way you word it when you talk about curious and inquisitive, you can ask great questions and even come up with great answers. But mm -hmm. basically, if no one wants to talk to you about them because they either don't trust you, don't like you or don't know that you exist, it's not going to do any good. Right. I mean, you've right. got to go out and be able to get the ear of those right people to say, hey, I asked this question. I have this answer and you need to know what I found and have them go. Oh, man, Ken, come on in. Let's talk. I can't wait to hear about it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and I think influence. I mean, it's 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 how you approach people and, and kind of they get skin in the game as well, right? It's, it's, it's how you approach these conversations and kind of get things prioritized and, and get, get people who aren't explicitly in your org kind of on board with the agenda, right? That's, um, there's no, you know, it's more of an art than a science, I would say. And having that, you know, ability to connect with people is really important. Rachel Stuve, Senior Director of Data Science and AI. Anthem. You know, as you look back then, you've done a variety of roles, variety of industries. What's a, a, a trait of yours that you think has really contributed to you being able to be successful over the years and now, you know, end up at a at a fairly uh, high level role at a very large and well-respected company? Yeah, um, I think that for me, I found 
being able to understand the fundamental concepts of data and how it can solve business problems and make make businesses better has, and, and keeping it at that fundamental level has allowed me to apply those concepts across industries. So a lot of industries will have different nuances, but there's a lot of core problems that are still the same or a lot of core usages for data. And so being able to understand that and break problems down into that base level has allowed me to apply that across a lot of different industries. Um, and in, in conjunction with that, one of the things that I have found that has been most critical that I think sometimes gets overlooked um, is the ability to really storytell and relate to business people. Um, analytics sometimes can be really esoteric and it can be um, hard to, to understand or um, I always I always kind of laugh because there's a lot of pop culture uh, knowledge about machine learning and analytics and people see these movies with cyborgs and predictive crime and all of this and it's not exactly like that in real life. Um, so being able to sit and explain um, data and what it means and how it can apply and how, how it works in very simplistic business terms has what, what has what has allowed me to really be successful in the implementations. And one of the things that I always tell my team and people that I mentor is you can build the best algorithm or the best database or the best insight, but if people don't understand it and they don't understand how to actually use it, it really doesn't matter how good that algorithm is or that database. 100%. I totally agree with you. And it, what's interesting to me, it's it's shocking how I think that either the not just the general population, but even the general population of data scientists, particularly those who are really at the practitioner level, don't necessarily understand fully the importance of what you just said. But as you get to people that are in senior leadership roles, they almost universally will say something along the lines of what you said. So I think there's a little bit of a correlation there. So people who doubt or question what you just said, look up your management chains and the higher you go, the more you're going to see that everything you just said is probably part of the, the traits that you associate with them. So if you want to get there, hop on it, right? <laughs> Agreed. Don Vu, Chief Data Officer, Northwestern Mutual. So across these various these various roles that are all very different, what are a couple of traits that you think you personally have that have helped you to succeed in each of these environments over the past years? Yeah, no, I would say a, a couple different things. I mean, and it's maybe a little bit cliche, but I really truly do think that this notion of like, having EQ and communication skills is really critically important. And then the second one I'd mention is having a good grounding in uh, really what the business is and kind of its main kind of levers and objectives. And I think those two are related because I think first and foremost, you need to understand um, what your company's customers and what your internal clients objectives are. Um, because if you're gonna move forward a data and analytics strategy, you really need to understand the corporate and business strategy and line any data analytics strategy to that. 
and then ultimately, even if you have one, and even if it does match up, you, you need to be able to sell it. Um, this notion of making sure that it resonates with folks, there's tangible examples of like the so what, let's call it. Um, I think oftentimes as data practitioners, and I'm that way as well, at the end of the day, I'm a nerd at heart. And I really um, geek out on different methodologies that uh, we might use, whether it's novel data sources or certain feature engineering tactics or you know, algorithmic approaches. But at the end of the day, I do kind of think about, uh, you know, a former boss asking me, like, what's the so what? And the so what is, you know, typically what's the business impact that's being driven? Like, how are we um, able to, like, better serve our customers as a result of this data science or analytics solution? And so I think that combination of having the EQ and the commu communication skills alongside a grounding in, uh, you know, the business objectives, whatever your business you're in, whether it's baseball or real estate or insurance, I think is really, really critical uh, to success. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Uh, one of the things I always hammer home to students um, and, and when I used to have consultants, you know, uh, when I was in the corporate world, the same thing, I would always say, you know, you have to be really careful. A lot of times a business person is going to ask you a question that if you or one of your peers had asked, it would have meant something entirely different. Something as simple as, yeah, so how do these analytics work? What that executive is not asking for is a deep dive into some type of modeling algorithm and how it optimizes this or that. They, they really mean, how are they going to make use of it? How does it work for them? And if you don't in, understand the context of the question they're asking, you're not only going to answer the wrong question, but to your point, you're going to geek out at a time that geeking out is a bad thing to do and actually undercut your ability to have that stronger relationship with that same person moving forward. Yeah, I totally agree. And this notion of like understanding the context, understanding that business folks are most interested in how you operationalize data analytics to move the needle for folks. Um, I think that's really, that's something that I always try to stay anchored to. Kathy Kuntz, Principal, Analytic Platform Strategy, Amazon Web Services. Which skill, if you picked one of skill or trait you have, do you think has been most key in helping you be successful in your career? Well, it's I, I'm I'm going to say two because they're they're interrelated. It's curiosity and problem solving. Uh, you know, it's the ability to look at something and decompose it into where the problem is most likely occurring. And I I when I was interviewing folks uh, for my team, when I was uh, two levels above them, I would always take the last interview just to make sure I felt like they would fit with the culture and they had the right mentality to be successful in the group. And for a long time, one of the questions I would use is say, okay, I have a home stereo system. I have four speakers. I have, uh, you know, a, an amplifier unit. And one of the speakers has a, a crackle in it. How would I go about determining where the problem is? And if they could not take that and break it down and say, well, it could be in the speaker, it could be in the wire, it could be in the jack and uh, from the, the unit and walk me through that, uh, then I would know maybe they don't have the curiosity and problem solving that really is, is required for the types of roles I was hiring. And I, I remember I had one guy say, well, I don't know anything about, about stereo equipment. You know, how am I going to know how to do this. And he got a little indignant with me. And it, it was interesting because this was a, a role in financial services and he had no experience in financial services. 
and I looked at him, I said, well, tell me about your experience in financial services then, because you're going to have to decompose problems in financial services. And he kind of, I saw the light bulb go on over his head and then he kind of rewound and started thinking about it. So it's really that problem solving and curiosity with a, maybe a little bit of a dash of, of that curiosity. I want to figure it out and I won't really, it's hard for me to give up until I do. I don't really call it competitiveness, but I do like to to figure things out, and it it bugs me if I can. So the key question: Did that gentleman overcome the hole he dug with that initial answer and get the job, or not? No. <laughs> <laughs> I, that that's what I suspected. David Somers, Senior Vice President of Analytics, Epsilon. You've you've already described a you know pretty broad range of experiences that you've had. Um, obviously, you, you've had to be somewhat adaptable as you've navigated these, uh, you know, various industries and, and career moves. So which of your traits, uh, one or two of them, do you think have most enabled you to uh, you know, be successful in your career thus far? Yeah, I, I think the biggest one is I try to be creative. And, and that's something that I look for, you know, as I'm talking with other people to who are part of our team or might be joining our team. And, and I think um, too often people think about analytics folks or what we do for a living is not being a real creative process. And that drives me crazy. I, you know, whether you're building a model or, or coming up with a measurement plan, I think there's a lot of opportunity for creativity and just how we solve problems. And I think um, a lot of folks who I've talked with who don't know much about analytics thinks it's, Oh, it's just a math problem. There's, there's an equation and there's an answer and it's pretty straightforward, but yeah, I think that's just not the way I've seen it. I think there's a lot of opportunity to tackle tough problems in creative ways. I think, you know, the data is never perfect. The methodology is never perfect. So we have to make do with some tough decisions. And um, I like that part of it. To me, that's fun. And, um, you know, it's something that, that's kept me going. I think um, the other thing I try to do is try to stay in front of where the business is having questions, right? Trying to make sure that um, we're not just waiting for the next request to do some analytics, that we're actually keeping pace with where our consumers, you know, where's our business strategy going and how do we make sure that we anticipate that in a way that we can help answer those questions very quickly. And, and that's going back to the news story. That's exactly what happened in banking. You could tell that's where so many of the business questions were headed, right? Should you invest in advertising during the middle of a headline risk storm, right? We, we collected the data and could start answering those questions knowing that they were coming. Uh, it wasn't a reaction to a question that we got. So, you know, I think staying in front of things and um, always trying to be creative are two things that um, have, have been fun and, and helpful. Rod Bates, Managing Director, PwC. What have been some of the, the traits you think you have that have enabled you to actually, you know, succeed and enjoy both of those uh, environments? Yeah, I mean... <clears throat> Because, you know, if you are good uh, on the client side in data and analytics in our space, you're sort of an internal consultant, right? I mean, 
what we do for our internal stakeholders when we're in a, a corporate uh, setting um, is really understand sort of what their business problems are. So I think, you know, the skills and traits that we all sort of pick up, you know, along the way, whether it's, you know, the hard technical skills, the quantitative skills, you know, the statistical skills are table stakes, right? I, I say this a lot. Those are table stakes. You have to be able to understand um, what the business problems are. And, and like you said in a recent blog, I think, you know, don't, you know, understand sort of the balance of, of you know, how much you need to share as far as the technical details. And that's that's listening and that's communicating and that's sort of understanding what the business problems are and, and really how data and analytics can help. And knowing when it's sort of your role to um, to sort of, um, I, I think, deliver solutions without necessarily sharing um, all of the details. So, uh, again, I think it's that collaboration, good listening skills, super important uh, storytelling et cetera, uh, and being able to be consultative, whether it's inside or outside the organization. I think that's an incredibly critical point as well, especially for, you know, students or people early in their career who, who think of it really as an either or. Uh, totally true that in analytics, you're never working really for or with your team. You're working for someone. Maybe that's marketing. Maybe that's supply chain. Maybe that's operations. But at the end of the day, you're having to go in and consult with them. Now, when you're on consulting side, it just happens to be they work for a different company. But, I, you know, I can tell you my very first job out of school at AT&T, we were set up as an internal consulting organization. And I mean that in the literal sense of the word that when the marketing team had a project, we had to bid on it and we'd be bidding against external companies, which I never thought made much sense right. when we're they're paying all of our salaries, whether we win the business or not as a company. But, you know, very much a uh, enforced to us that we had to be uh, competitive skill wise. Uh, we were able to be competitive cost wise, obviously, because we were trying to bill at cost internally and the, the outside firms would be billing uh, margin. But yeah, you're, you're right. There's there's a much less distinction of consulting and client, I think, in our space than there might be in some other more uh, common spaces. Exactly. Yeah. Christine Joy, Vice President of Business Analytics, Comcast. If you had to pick a, a, a trade or skill that you think most has helped you be successful in this world, what, uh, what has it been? So for me, um, probably organization is my top one. I'm, I'm very organized. I'm great with follow through, um, you know, really just trying to make sure things get over the finish line and delivered. Um, I've also done a lot of volunteering. So when changes are happening in the business, you know, raising my hand to say, you know, how can I grow as a part of this or how can I help as a part of this? Um, but I kind of back to the follow through, you know, I just I think it's so important to bring ideas to the table, but even more important to make sure they get delivered. So, you know, the business is going to need to make decisions. And if if you don't scope appropriately um, what you want to deliver to help them make their decisions and your timelines are much, much longer, you know, they may move on. So, you know, I think that's a part of it too, is just making sure you're delivering the value, um, getting it over the finish line and in a timely fashion for what, you know, what we're trying to achieve. Wes Char, Chief Data and Analytics Officer, Philo. So as you look across your career, and obviously you've done a lot of roles and a lot of interesting problems, is there a specific trait? Like what's one trait you think that you have that's really helped you be successful in navigating this career that you've had? 
Uh, I mean, I am really an 80-20 kind of guy. I love my data scientists, but I'm not a 95-5 type person. Yeah. I, I think, uh, you know, especially in the fields that we're working in, it's not like I'm working in a medical field where you need, you know, if, if you're working in fields and, you know, you get 80% of the value and you can implement that rather than getting 95% of the value, things change so fast, Bill, that, you know, I prefer to take 80% of the value and develop something in six months rather than waiting a year and a half to get 95%. Because in six months, you have a new problem. Things change so dynamically. So one of the traits I would say, you know, people have always said, you know, you're the sales guy who can sell mathematics. You're the sales guy that can, you know, how we say, talk about data, talk about analytics without really uh, perhaps uh, overwhelming sometimes maybe the business people, correct, with the details of the algorithm. Really sit down with the business folks and explain the value proposition, why we're doing that. I would say... Someone who has that can really help these projects, not really uh, from, from inception, but really totally to implementation, correct? It's really beyond the POC. How do you take the thing beyond the POC, beyond putting an API? How could you take it to the business and how do you say make them, uh, you know, your supporter, your cheerleaders in the implementation and your partners over many, many projects? I think this is really my, I would say, my strongest trait.